Hi, welcome to the podcast that narrates the translated Mahabharat, public domain translation obtained from sacredtexts.com. Kindly excuse errors in pronunciation on my part. Section 8. Pauloma Parva continued. Sati said, O Brahmana, Chavana, the son of Bhrigu, begot a son in the womb of his wife Sukanya, and that son was the illustrious Pramati of resplendent energy. And Pramati begot in the womb of Ritachi a son called Ruru, and Ruru begot on his wife Pramadavara, a son called Sunak. And I shall relate to you in detail, O Brahman, the entire history of Ruru of abundant energy. O listen to it then in full. Formerly, there was a great Rishi called Sthulakesa possessed of ascetic power and learning and kindly disposed towards all creatures. At that time, O Brahman sage, Vishwasu, the king of the Gandharvas, it is said, had intimacy with Menaka, the celestial dancing girl. And the Apsara Menaka, O thou of the Brigu race, when her time was come, brought forth an infant near the hermitage of Sthulakesa. And dropping the newborn infant on the banks of the river, O Brahman, Menka the Apsara, being destitute of pity and shame, went away. And the Rishi Sthulakesa of great ascetic power, discovered the infant lying forsaken in a lonely part of the riverside. And he perceived that it was a female child, bright as the offspring of an immortal and blazing as it were with beauty. And the great Brahman Stulakesa the first of Munis, seeing that female child and filled with compassion, took it up and reared it. And the lovely child grew up in his holy habitation, the noble-minded and blessed Rishi Thulakesa, performing in due succession all the ceremonies beginning with that at birth, as ordained by the divine law. And because she surpassed all of her sex in goodness, beauty, and every quality, 
the great rishi called her by the name Pramadavara. And the pious Ruru, having seen Pramadavara in the hermitage of Sthulakesa, became one whose heart was pierced by the god of love. And Ruru, by means of his companions, made his father Pramati, the son of Bhrigu, acquainted with his passion. And Pramati demanded her of the far-framed Thulakesa for his son. And her foster father betrothed the virgin Pramadvara to Ruru, fixing the nuptials for the day when the star Vargadaivata Purva Falguni would be ascendant. Then, within a few days of the time fixed for the nuptials, the beautiful virgin, while at play with companions of her own sex, her time having come, impelled by fate, trod upon a serpent which she did not perceive as it lay in coil. And the reptile, urged to execute the will of fate, violently darted its envenomed fangs into the body of the heedless maiden. And stung by that serpent, she instantly dropped senseless on the ground. Her colour faded, and all the graces of her person went off. And with dishevelled hair, she became a spectacle of woe to her companions and friends. And she, who was so agreeable to behold, became on her death what was too painful to look at. And the girl of slender waist, lying on the ground like one asleep, being overcome with the poison of the snake, once more became more beautiful than in life. And her foster father and the other holy ascetics who were there all saw her lying motionless upon the ground with the splendour of a lotus. And then there came many noted Brahmins filled with compassion and they sat around her. And Swastatreya, Mahajan, Kushik, Sankhamekhala, Uddalaka, Katha, and Sweta of great renown, Paharadvaj, Kaunakutsya, Arshtishena, Gautam, Pramati, and Pramati's son, Ruru, and other inhabitants of the forest came there. And when they saw that maiden lying dead on the ground, overcome with the poison of the reptile, 
that had bitten her. They all wept, filled with compassion. But Ruru, mortified beyond measure, retired from the scene. So ends the eighth section of the Pauloma Parva, of the Adi Parva, of the blessed Mahabharat. Section 9 Pauloma Parva continued. Savati said, While those illustrious Brahmins were sitting around the dead body of the Pram- of Pramadvara, Ruru, sorely afflicted, retired into a deep wood and wept aloud. And overwhelmed with grief, he indulged in much piteous lamentation. And remembering his beloved Pramadvara, he gave vent to his sorrow in the following words. Alas, the delicate fair one that increases my affliction lies upon the bare ground. What can be more deplorable to us, her friends? If I have been charitable, if I have performed acts of penance, if I have ever revered my superiors, let the merit of these arts Restore to life, my beloved one. If from my birth I have been controlling my passions, adhered to my vows, let the fair Pramadvara rise from the ground. And while Ruru was indulging in these lamentations for the loss of his bride, A messenger from heaven came to him in the forest and addressed him thus. The words you uttered, O Ruru, in your affliction are certainly ineffectual. For, O pious man, one belonging to this world whose days have run out can never come back to life. This poor child of a Gandharva and Apsara has had her days run out. Therefore, O child, you should not consign your heart to sorrow. The great gods, however, have provided beforehand a means of her restoration to life and if you comply with it you may receive back your Pramadvara and Ruru replied O messenger of heaven what is that which the gods have ordained tell me in full so that on hearing I may comply with it it behooves thee to deliver me from grief And the celestial messenger said unto Ruru, Resign half of your own life to your bride, and then, O Ruru, 
of the race of Bhrigu, Thai Pramadavara, should rise from the ground. O best of celestial messengers, I most willingly offer a moiety of my own life in favor of my bride. Then let my beloved one rise up once more in her dress and lovable form. Sauti said, Then the king of the Gandharvas, the father of Pramadavara, and the celestial messenger, both of excellent qualities, went to the god Dharma, the judge of the dead, and addressed him, saying, If it be thy will, O Dharmaraj, let the amiable Pramadvara, the betrothed wife of Ruru, now lying dead, rise up with the moiety of Ruru's life. And Dharmaraj answered, O messenger of the gods, if it be thy wish, let Pramadvara, the betrothed wife of Ruru, rise up, endued with a moiety of Ruru's life. Sauti continued. And when Dharmaraj had said so, that maiden of superior complexion, Pramadavara, endued with the moiety of Ruru's life, rose as from her slumber. This bestowal by Ruru of a moiety of his own span of life to resuscitate his bride afterwards led, as it would be seen, to a curtailment of Ruru's life. And on an auspicious day, their fathers gladly married them with due rites. And the couple passed their days devoted to each other. And Ruru, having obtained such a wife, as is hard to be found, beautiful and bright as the filaments of the lotus, made a vow for the destruction of the serpent race. And whenever he saw a serpent, he became filled with great wrath and killed it with a weapon. One day, O Brahman, Ruru entered an extensive forest, and there he saw an old serpent of the Dundubhar species lying stretched on the ground. And Ruru thereupon lifted up in anger his staff, even like to the staff of death for the purpose of killing it. Then the Dundhuba, addressing Ruru, said, I have done you no harm, O Brahman. Then why do you slay me in anger? So ends the ninth section of the Pauloma Parva, of the Adi Parva, of the blessed Mahabharata.